Welcome to the Rose and Dagger podcast. This is episode 24. I'm Lauren, Kings of Everything. And I am Nick Lou and has AF on Tumblr. And yes, is a world on AO3. It'd be so much simpler if those were the same. <laughs> um, and we have some special guests today. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? I'm Seuss. I'm Lulu Lawrence on AO3 and Tumblr. I'm Emmo. I'm Lady Londonderry on AO3 and London Fog in a Cup on Tumblr. Someday, uh, Lady Londonderry will be available on Tumblr and then it will match. Was it our last episode that, or the one before that we... I think it was the one before. Okay. We put a call out to if anybody had any suggestions of things that they wanted to talk about and they felt like they were like qualified to um, not have us talk about, but that they wanted to to talk about, um, that they should let us know. Special yep. skills. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, Suze and Amu took us up on that, which we are so grateful for. And which is yes. Awesome. Emu in without her realizing that's what I was doing. I had to know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, hey, hey, Nick, we do smut free writing. Emu, she'll do it. It's just us. <laughs> it's not like there's 12 of us like last time. Yeah. It is a bit easier with fewer, I suppose. <laughs> Less chaos. We'll see. <laughs> So they're going to sort of talk about smut-free writing, um, meaning, as far as I am aware, sort of like getting through like sensuality and all the feelings and all the everything without having to do full smut scenes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I love it. I love that you both do that, first of all. And I love, I'm sorry, I just like talk over, right? Um, but uh, it takes, like, it's, it is a special skill. It's, you have to be skillful in the way that you write things to yes. like, get that connection, um, especially in like, an, like, uh, not, I would say not, it's probably easier in like an existing relationship story, but like in one where they're like meeting or getting to know each other and stuff. I think people rely on um, the sex a lot. <laughs> I'll be honest, one of the reasons why I decided I wanted to try it, because when I first started writing, I went ahead and I tried writing smut um, and I hated doing it <laughs> um, for lots of different reasons, but um, one of the reasons why I decided I wanted to try it was because I was in a reading chat that was made because um, I was recommended a really angsty fic and I needed somewhere to yell about it while I was reading. And um, the chat just kept going because we just kept talking about the fics that we were reading at the time. And somebody came in and made a comment about a fic that they had read and it didn't have any smut. And honestly, I didn't even notice. <laughs> and somebody came in and they were just like, yeah, but it's like they went from nothing to all of a sudden they were like basically engaged. Like I didn't even notice anything. Like how was that even built up? And I was like, it was in a whole bunch of little subtle ways, but they didn't even notice because they just weren't paying attention to it. And so I was like, okay, here's my goal. 
<laughs> I want to be able to ride it without smut, but have somebody come out of it and still be like, you can see that growth in the relationship. You can see the strengthening and have that, those sensual moments because they're, they happen in real life. It's not like people are just like, hey, hey, and then like, banging determined oh yeah right let's, let's jump into bed and that's how we're going to realize that we are closer now you know like yeah. there's so many other you can talk about intimacy and you can experience intimacy and I wanted to try to explain that in my fix because of that particular comment and it's kind of become my big self-challenge I guess in the years since so I like that though yeah it's true because I think that I think that people like smut for a whole variety of reasons but yeah i think it can definitely be a shorthand for like um how intimacy like evolves you know without having to like you said like write all the intimacy in like other ways um yeah so that's great you can see it you know like they get to know each other's bodies and things like that you know like they learn what each other likes like when you read a fake where it's established relationship and they know what the other one likes you know like that's one of those things where like you know that they have that base there and it's really beautiful to have that and see that in the thing but like how else can we explain that and that's harder sometimes that's my challenge since i don't like writing smut <laughs> yeah do you find it harder since you've stopped writing smut or do you think that it's um easier to do since you don't have to write the smut well I'm ace, so not writing the smut is a lot easier. <laughs> um, but it's also a challenge in a different way to try to depict that, you know, depict the intimacy and that kind of sensuality in a different way. It's easier for me in one way, but it's harder in another because I never know what's going to strike somebody as being sexy or sensual. Like, I just kind of want to show a a development I guess in like physical and emotional relationships and so I do what I can to do that and I don't find out if I actually did it decently until my beta reads it and comments come through um like with my Tomlin shot like I was just kind of really hoping for the best and throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping something stuck and apparently it did because I would get yelling comments from Maggie every once in a while like oh my gosh this is so <laughs> oh well that's great that is I had no That's idea. the reaction you're going for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes I'm just kind of guessing. But now you don't dread writing parts right. of what you're writing. Yeah, because I'm skipping the parts that I dread. <laughs> sometimes the harder part is like figuring out where to have it fade to black, I guess, you know, so that it's natural and it doesn't like feel like I'm leading you on too much just to cut it off. Like it that's the hard part I think now is making that smooth and that's, that's when I just like write in all caps across like a line tell me how to end this scene <laughs> and then I do it <laughs> I don't know where yeah. to go from here Emu what about you uh when I <laughs> when I first joined the fandom I it was the first fan fiction that I'd ever read first of all um, and at the time, I had an ace roommate that I got into One Direction with me. Um, but she was, like, very, very, like, hated smut. And I 
didn't really care one way or the other. So I would go through fixes that I really liked and uh, get a Word document and cut out those scenes for her. What a good so friend. Read them to her heart's content and not have to worry about being caught off guard. So as someone with zero sexual experience of any kind, I think I've just, it's never been something that I've wanted to write because I, it's not something I know about, not that I know about half the things I do write about. Um, so Space adventures. And space adventures. Hiding in Ikea. Oh, you know, I know about that. I know, that's what I was about to say. So, yeah, for me, I don't, because I am not at all interested when I get to that part in other people's fics generally, like, um, you know, it's just not something that is particularly appealing for me. I don't really ever find myself naturally wanting to put it in my own fix. Like, it's something that I personally really care about kind of things on a more, like, friendship level. Like, holding hands sounds like the best thing in the world to me. I've only had one boyfriend, guys. Let's be real. Um, so... I personally, when people talk about having a hard time with smut, I'm like, listen, if you don't want to write it, you don't have to write it. If it's something that is not appealing to you to write in the moment, like my fix tend to be kind of short because if I don't want to write a scene, I figure people don't want to read that scene, so I just don't write it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're really like that. Am I right? <laughs> I love it. I've definitely written notes to myself, like as I'm writing, I'm like, I am boring myself writing this. I should come back to this later. And then a lot of times I'll like come back later and be like, oh, that's because this isn't needed at all. <laughs> that's why I'm bored writing it. <laughs> yeah. I will leave myself notes like that. And then Nick will say, you don't need to write this scene. And I'll be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've a lot of comments on my fix that are like, this feels like a very long fic, but it was only 3,000 words. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a good, it's like a, it, sucks you in it's just the, the exciting parts i cut out all of the boring stuff <laughs> there you go if, which would be very interesting in other people's writings i'm sure <laughs> my own writing is limited uh so as some i don't think i identify on the ace spectrum but i do think that smut can be really boring in my eyes so i've just never bothered to write it it can be um i uh was looking over the fic that I just posted and I was like wow the actual smut scene is like one paragraph <laughs> like, yes. like there's like the like talking and the other stuff and then there's like, like <laughs> three sentences and I was like yeah that's good and like you know cut it down I remember when um one of the first fics that I wrote I wrote like a like a 3,000 word smut scene and I was like wow that's a lot of pay attention to people's body parts and where they're going yeah that's what I was gonna say is I think too like a lot like so many sex scenes I think are in there um I think writers say that they're in there to like show the intimacy and show um like the relationship and the relationship growth and blah 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 but a lot of times, a lot of that, I feel, I don't like saying this, I feel like a lot of them feel like kind of wrote, like, you know, 
like first I do this and I do the, you know, like there's like a Ab A and spot B. Yeah, exactly. And then it's sort of like, and then they come and then that's it. And it's not um, body parts. I'm sure it, people say it's really technical, right? Yeah. For them to keep track of everything. So we I talked about that in the last episode because Nick has the little mannequins. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I can use them. My <laughs> little tiny dolls. 2014, 2015, there were a few writers who had all gotten together for a weekend and they were all like in the middle of their smut scenes and they were like, okay, but you guys, like, can somebody bend like this? And they were like trying to do the poses themselves to figure out if they could like everything and they were just like, no, there's no way that they could have their leg that way. Okay, so we need to do something else, you know? Like, it was just so funny, like, reading their posts as they were updating, they're like, update. We've tried another pose. It's still not working. <laughs> that would have been us this week in New York. Oh my God. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. You don't think about it, but. Yeah. But I also feel like in fix, a lot of it is like, what are you, the writer, building up to? Yes. Because so many people, I think, are like, okay, this is the end-all, be-all has to be the smut, because that's what people say happily ever after is. <laughs> um, and I do get complaints from time to time that my fix kind of cut off at the end. Um, <laughs> Where's the rest? I want to see people. That's Which is not anything we've not heard before. <laughs> it's fine. People can want what they want and desire what they desire, and that is fine by me. Um, <laughs> But I think part of that is like, well, they're expecting it to culminate in smut. And whereas I am like writing all of this to be like, they get to kiss once, maybe. <laughs> um, or, oh my it's God. It's hard to write too, though. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. hard to write. I also have a hard thing, guys. So like, um, I don't know how to write that either. The one guy I dated had a very cold mouth. Uh, but <laughs> it made his tongue it's just poor circulation probably it felt so slimy <laughs> so if you as the writer if you are building to like you're like oh my god they're gonna hold hands um and that's what you really desire that i think will in the end be something that the readers pick up on and they're like oh my god they gotten close to each other they're making eye contact and you can make it more jane austen-esque yeah yeah as long as you're like if you're going into write and being like, okay, I'm not gonna write smut, but I'm gonna write everything leading up to it, like that's not fun. But if you go in really excited, like I'm gonna write them holding hands and looking at each other, then people get more excited about that. They're like, heck yeah, they looked at each other. <laughs> I think I think a lot of times uh, people write, uh, especially Louis and Harry, um, as like already being like physically affectionate with each other and like there are a lot of fix where they're like people think they're in a relationship because of the way that they are with each other's bodies and so if you're already at that point then that like building to the smut i guess is, is more of a natural thing but then also like um i love the like the eye contact thing that you just said <laughs> the hand holding i love that I'm thinking about it all over here about how like how you do kind how do you I guess 
right the difference and the change in the relationship when you're already physically affectionate with somebody and I was thinking about like how that's often depicted really well whether they're a smut or not in fake relationship fix because a lot of times it's show you know like they're in the same kind of physical intimacy trying to show others oh this is for real happening but they're building feelings and like nothing is really happening yet but like you can see and feel and it's like palpable that the way that it's like intensifying between them and the way that it is changing and even if it's not a fake relationship even if it's friends to lovers or something like that then it's kind of you've got to focus on those things like what is it about that writing that feels you know like what is it emotionally that's making it different for them and that's kind of what I tend to focus on anyway is the emotions and motivations of people and so like what about it makes it so exciting when all of a sudden he's lingering when maybe he didn't linger before <laughs> <laughs> I touched you for the first time in months that's this the first amazing. time I've been touched in months <laughs> <laughs> quick get some hand sanitizer <laughs> spray spray <laughs> oh, yeah, right no but I was I was gonna say that I think the I think that eye contact thing though like for real like I'm not I'm not big into eye contact um and like that feels in real life like, yeah in real life <laughs> like I don't I, look at me I realize when I'm, I'm trying I try to make a better effort with my therapist at like making eye contact because I'm always like looking somewhere else in the room instead of like looking at her when I talk um but I think I think the like if you're already physically close to someone I feel like things like that building up to it and like realizing that you're into them or realizing that they're like like the wondering if they're feeling those things more if there's more to their touches than what you had previously thought like I think there's I, I feel like there's so much actually that you can that you could do with that even if they are already like physically close also there's like the verbal part of it like the like that type of intimacy where they're like you know throughout like a like say fake relationship pick where they're like hiding stuff from each you know like hiding their feelings and stuff and then like to kind of like, like open up and like admit you know not necessarily like their feelings but like just to kind of stop hiding stuff so much so there's like that type of intimacy as well sometimes when i write smut i'm like i feel like i just threw that in like secondhand unwinds the smut scene at the very end i wrote it and i almost took it out i was like mm, like i didn't want it there. i didn't really like it do you remember that the 69 at the end and i was like i think i'm gonna take it out and you're like and then i was like i'll just leave it i'm like <laughs> already thinking in your last fic what unlike the spanking in your last fic yes i wrote spanking and then we took it out <laughs> i was like either they really need to build up some or else it needs to go i was like I was like, I had, remember, do you remember me coming in the chat? And I was like, I had a dream about, <laughs> about Louis spanking Harry and I'm going to write it in this thing. And so I wrote the whole scene and then I put like a note in the doc and I was like, let me know if this sucks. <laughs> I'll take it out. And Nick was like, and of course it's Nick, so she wasn't like, this sucks. She was just like, well. <laughs> well, here's the thing though, is that it didn't suck at all. And I said, you should pull it out and you should keep it for something else. Because it, it was good, but 
they were married for years. They got divorced. It came out of nowhere. And then the first time they hooked up, Harry was like, spank me. And I was like, what? That's right. <laughs> no, no, they were, they were like together already. Yeah, still. Yeah, it just came I mean, out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. It was like, boom. It feels very 2013. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Plus they're like 50 something. I mean, I yeah. feel like when you're in your 50s, you've thought about it and either gone that way or said no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe there's some, I mean, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> what communication was like in their relationship before the divorce. You know, maybe there's a reason they were divorced. And there that's you what go. I said. I said if we were going to keep the spanking, it just needed there needed to be more. And she there needs to be more build up. And I was not looking back. That's what we're talking about. If, are you building up the hand holding or are you building up the spanking? The spanking, exactly. There you go. Is there going to be some bondage in there? Are you building up to hand holding and then jumping to spanking? <laughs> what is there that? you go. <laughs> well, there is a focus on the hands. Yes. <laughs> That's true. There are hands. Do you find do you find that not writing smut um, hinders readership? And if so, do you care? Are we allowed to curse? Of course. We, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I. Suzette did use to write. Can I tell you, Suzette? Yeah, okay. Uh, that did used to write smut. So maybe she has like a difference in readership numbers. Um, as someone who never has, I don't see the difference. I know that it's there. And I should not be bitter about people's choices and what they read, but it does piss me the fuck off a little bit. But that's just my personal problem and nobody else's. Um, there you go. I find, but I find also that there are a lot of people who come to me continually and are like, I really appreciate that I can always trust you to write something that I don't have to like worry about reading because it turns out there are, you know, a nice number of people in this fandom who are not into reading smut and um, they have found me and seem to appreciate that I guess mm -hmm. so you lose some and you gain some in the end mm -hmm. um yeah and I feel I like few... in the last couple of years there's been a lot more acceptance of people yes. who don't write smut it feels like for a long time you were considered kind of the outlier mm -hmm. yeah a little bit more mainstream now I don't know if it would be more mainstream or if the the writing part of the may do you think the writing part of the fandom is more accepting or do you think it's the fandom as a whole? I think there are well, I think one kind of leads to the other. Um yeah. because for a long time there was a lot of kind of if you have a finished and polished fit, it has to involve smut. Um so that, uh, like, that's just part of it. That's just how you get good. Whereas now, and like, I think there were, that idea was really perpetuated. And so those of us who didn't write smut were like, well, I'll never be like a big writer. I'll never be super well known because this is kind of a baby thing. It can never, it'll never grow up to be an adult. But as that becomes a more accepted idea that you can write, you know, you don't have to write the smut for it to be a whole and complete fic. 
I think more people have been willing to branch out and read those, but also willing to write those because they're like, oh, it's okay. There is a space for me here to write and not have to do the stuff that I don't want to write, you know? Yeah, I know there are people who feel like they have to write smut. Like, we started that, was it in the new writer chat that we were talking about this, I think? Where someone was saying that they didn't want to write smut, and we were like, we don't have to, like, unless it's a specific type of fest or something where they expect it, like, you don't have to write the smut, like, you can just not. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that numbers-wise, numbers, numbers wise, um, my, uh, When Harry Met Sally fic is uh, mature-rated, um, and that's really more for language than anything. <laughs> There's one, one scene that like alludes to them having sex and, uh, and that's it. Um, and I, I guess, I think that it, I think like it's wise, it's not as popular as other fix, like in the same word count. Um, that's the only way I can think of to put it. It's like in that, genre or whatever um my vague fic doesn't have smut either um and uh i don't know i think i think it is a thing and it's it's weird to me because it's like is that all you're reading for it's like when people i don't want to be judgy and i know we're like this all the time because we're like this is just our opinion <laughs> this is just what i think but um it's it's to me getting kind of close to the top bottom thing to like completely write off a of fic because it doesn't have like penetration or something like if there are no dicks out i'm not gonna read your fic okay well <laughs> it, it it's veering kind of close to that in my opinion like what are you here for if you're just here for like porn then you know that's over here i have some of that as well but like if you're here for the story then like Here's the story. Yeah, like back in back in the day, <laughs> um, there were you know there were certain really popular fic records, and they were very open about the fact that if there was not well written smut in a fic, then they wouldn't read it. And so, if you wanted to get read by them with the potential of them hopefully telling their thousands of followers. To read your fic then you had to put smut in and you had to hope that it was written to their standards and so a lot of people were catering what they were writing not only the smut but the type of smut and things like that to what they knew that those fic wreckers really liked which is fine you know you want you need to get your name out there somewhere right somehow and um that's just what happened and it therefore perpetuated a lot of um the same feel <laughs> and when it came to those scenes and when it came to fix and things like that because they were playing to what they knew certain people would read and therefore wreck and while I didn't necessarily cater to that because their tastes were not what I was in any way inclined to write when it came to my smut um you know that was still part of the reason that I was writing is because I wanted I was a new writer, you know, I need to get read somehow. And if the way to do that was by making sure that there was at least a smut scene in every fic, then sure, why not? You know, and let's see if I can even write it, you know, like I'm trying to grow as a writer. It started out as a challenge. Can I do it? And I did it. And, you know, I was like, okay, well, cool. I guess I'll keep going, you know, because people are reading it and 
they're not saying it sucks. So I'll keep going. And um, as time went on, I was just really hating writing it. Um, and I was, I don't know, I was just getting frustrated with comments because like you said, like there'd be a 35,000 word fic, you'd have maybe 500 words of smut in there. And the only comment that you would get was, Louis said earlier on that he really was excited about bottoming and then you had Harry bottom and what was with that? And I'm just like, sometimes that's just the way it goes, friend. Like, come on. Yeah, obviously, like, oh. <laughs> get over it. Um, and then at one point, um, Shay had just finished writing a whip and um, there, I don't think she had any penetrative smut. <gasps> I remember this. It was the famous fic. Yeah, it was a huge, like, ordeal in her inbox where people were just going off on her for this. And I was just like, excuse you. <laughs> it was and because uh, Louis, Louis was, it was Louis's first time. And there were people literally, like, arguing about whether that counted because there was no, like, fucking. And yeah. I remember, like, I remember with KK, with, uh, with uh, her oh, catfish yeah. fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same sort of thing with Harry. Oh, does it, does it, does it, ca it doesn't count because he topped. Like, who, who makes this? <laughs> so I was getting, I was just fed up by that point. Like there, it was one of those things where I was like, three strikes, you're out. Like, if that's what you guys really care about, then you can just not ever read my fix because I'm not going to write smut anymore. And if that's all that you're reading them for, then too bad for you. Like, you'll either be disappointed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. or you'll stop reading them. But if that's all that you're here for, then you're going to be disappointed anyway. And that's not the readership that I'm particularly looking for because I'm not liking that part. I'm liking the rest of the story that I'm writing anyway. So that was like ultimate, like I was already getting up to that point, but that was kind of the deciding factor for me stopping writing smut. And um, so as being somebody who used to write smut and now does not ever, and then also kind of like, at first I was like, okay, but is it because when I was writing Smut, there was much more, like it was a much larger active fandom. And is that the difference in numbers? And it is a bit, but I kept writing Smut into the point where like everybody was already kind of, you know, the fandom was getting smaller. And so like, I was already seeing a decline in numbers, but as soon as I started writing only smut free and tagging them no smut <laughs> and openly being like i don't rat smut y'all <laughs> that was when i noticed my numbers going down but i also don't really give a shit because <laughs> so i'm a big proponent of like if i find people who are like absolutely miserable writing smut i'm like then stop writing the smut you can find other ways to get around that and you will be so much happier like if you write yourself into a point where you feel like you need the smut and the fic then excellent go for it like i'm not gonna say no i mean i'm somebody who goes out there looking for dark fics and often those revolve around all sorts of dark sex themes and that's fine you know like there's something for everybody you need things sometimes but i'm not gonna write that shit <laughs> well and also what you what you read isn't necessarily what you write right yeah anyway so yeah i mean like there's readers for everything but like yeah so i'm not saying don't ever write smut ever if you want to and you write what to. you like that's what yeah like i think that's one of the things that we've kind of tried to to push with the podcast is like write what you want to write like don't you 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 know not necessarily write what makes you happy but if you want to write something write it we were joking around about um uh, uh i said 
everybody was posting those like um those bar things where it was like green like a stoplight kind of like and like yeah and and i was like god i really just want to go through and like write a fic from everybody's hard no like just <laughs> and like pick out all the hard no's and just write a fic about it because it's like you know i i get that everybody like not everybody likes the same thing and stuff like that but so you want the zero reader challenge Exactly. <laughs> I was just like, really? Because I was kind of talking about that with someone the other day and how we don't have any of those fix in this fandom and we need to fix that. Mm-hmm. Um, why are so many people against body swap? They obviously haven't read mine and uh, Alex's. Yes. <laughs> I what, what is, yeah, what is it? Some sort of weird consent issue? Like, our fandom is so weird with like the, the line between fiction and nonfiction. I mean, I mean, not even nonfiction, real life. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> like, this isn't happening in real life. Right. They're not picking up in someone else's body. Like, it's a story. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our fandom has a lot of problems. I knew! I knew! <laughs> it was for the makers. Yeah, I think, like, I think for me, I have, like, some fix where smut would have felt really, like, coming in out of nowhere, and the fix, like, really don't need it at all, um, and some of my fix are much more, like, like, I don't mind writing smut, so I can throw it in there, and that's, like, fine, um, yeah, I don't know. At some point, I guess I should go through and see, like, if my smutty fix have better ratings. I'm sure they do. <laughs> um, but yeah, then, like, I guess those fix just aren't for people who are reading to get off, like, yeah. and that's fine, because that's not what that story is at all, so. It's like 50,000 words, is not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, my big thing. Spread across, like, 10 days. <laughs> And a couple of years ago. <laughs> Anitra gave me a gold okay. star for my Big Bang this year, and it made me very happy. She said that it was the sexiest fic she's ever read that didn't have any sweat in it. And I was just like, I have a <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that made me very happy. <laughs> it's long, too. It is. It's like 46,000 words or something. Yeah, that's awesome. Made me happy. I like that comment on the 60,000 words. Like, they're friends with benefits, kind of. Secret relationship. Complicatedness. And, like, I did no smut with that. Like, how do you show friends with benefits with no smut? Well, I did it. And I think it not okay. <laughs> it was fun. It's just a lot of fade to black. It is, but it was also, like, how can I, you know, how can we show the development of the relationship, you know? Like, after they'd been hooking up and it, it, you know, Nick was trying to figure out, is this just, is this just sex? Is this more? And then, like, Louis would come over and they would just sit in his bed and eat food and, you know, banter about whether toast sucks or not and watch a movie, even though Nick hates movies. And you're like, okay, see, there's development here because you would not have there you go. At the beginning of this thing. <laughs> 
all sorts of ways to show intimacy. <laughs> yeah. I think people, I think people sometimes are really just like, they think it's what it's, it's ex is expected. I know for me, um, going into writing, uh, I was like, okay, I have to write smut. Cause I, I mean, not, it wasn't like a conscious decision. It was just like, that's what fix are. <laughs> Like, for me, I was like, okay, well, that has to be included, you know, um, <laughs> so it was, and I think it was, like, I want to say the Vegas fic was my first fic that didn't have smut, and I think I even went, like, should I just throw some smut in here, or it might have been the When Harry Met Sally one, I can't remember, but I remember with both, I do remember with the When Harry Met Sally fic that I was, like, I don't want to write smut. I don't feel like it fits. And, and Nick was like, well, you don't have to, like, you can just do it this way. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so much better. It's like, it would feel weird. Like I do. And I do feel like sometimes you can pick that out. Like when you're reading, um, not to like, uh, like freak anybody out, but like when you're reading a fic, you can kind of tell when the smut is forced. You know what I mean? Like you can kind of tell like they, that, like the the whole fic will be like one type of story and then you'll get to like the smut and it's like it's like almost like they're completely different people yeah and and you're like okay so maybe they're like following what they see as like a formula for like the second part whereas the rest of the story is like just their story and then they get to the smut and they're like okay well this is what people like so i'm gonna write this <laughs> Conversely, you can tell also when people have been writing a fic and the entire thing is building up to smut and then they don't want to write the smut and then they, it just stops. And like, that's fine, but also like, it needs to be resolved somehow still. <laughs> because you're building up, if that's what you're building up to and you're not going to have that, then you need to have something to bring it all back together again still and um you don't always see that as well you know so like there's two different ways like are they just throwing the smut in because they think that that's supposed to be there are they not putting it in even though that's what it's been building up to the whole time and then it just kind of drops and you're like okay uh you know like there's ways to take care of that in both instances <laughs> i think i feel like we're always going like your beta <laughs> Your beta can help you. Um, yep. Except for Emma, who doesn't use a beta. Crazy person. It's because she's magical. It's because she's afraid. It's because she's magical. But I mean, yeah, you have to get the right beta. Yes, and you have I, to find the right one to fit you. I know so many people that have gone through so many to reach the right one or haven't reached the right one yet. And for those people, I understand their plight. Yes. And it is okay to write smut, and it's okay to not write smut. Uh, it's okay to be terribly, horribly, paralyzingly afraid of betas. <laughs> we are all humans. Yes. It's true. Very true. <laughs> she is magical. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about this episode at the end of the one that you just put up this week. And you're like, so if you, you know, want to learn how to do some of this stuff and, you know, for like published fiction and stuff like that, I'm saying they're like, what are you going to make this out to be like? What are you wanting me to talk about? I don't 
I mean, if you don't write smut in published fiction, it becomes YA at best. Yeah, no. just very rude. Um, well, I think that was because what was it? The red, white, and royal blue. That was what made me think of it with the published fiction. Yeah, uh, was that the one that has the ace character? Or is that a different one? I don't think there's an ace character. Yeah, but the, it has like the build up, and then there's like, <sighs> like they have sex, and it's clear that that's what they're doing but it's not explicitly written it's it would earn a mature rating yeah yeah it would be mature so i guess it, it didn't like have to have like you know what are they do they still put them in like the bags <laughs> not <laughs> the play <laughs> they have, like a thing that covers up the boobs and stuff. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw that. <laughs> really? No. At like a bookstore? That's because you work in a library. You're like a library. It's at Barnes and Noble. Boobs everywhere. Oh, yeah, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> there really aren't boobs everywhere at the library, in case. Oh, you've never been to a university library, then. <laughs> I have, actually. And there are boobs. <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, we're not we're not here for like publishing. We don't know what we're talking about with that stuff. Yeah, you're advertising that and I'm just like I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Not really. <laughs> it is interesting. Like I know there are a lot of people who are like I wanna work on um original fiction um in the fandom. Uh I wonder what they do as far as like, are they write? I don't I have any idea if they're writing like romance novel type stuff or if it's like an adventure or. Usually what? if you've started in fic, you're gonna go to romance. Yeah, that's what I would think. I have a friend who, oh, we have a friend who is published and her stuff, it tends more towards the mystery in what I have seen. I know that she has at least one or two that are more romance style, but like most of hers tend towards mystery. It's really fascinating some of the stuff that she comes up with. I'm like, your brain is amazing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it varies. I tend, one of, okay, one of the reasons that I am very, that I shy away from writing so much is that I tend to take my, fan fiction and then make change all the names in it so I can give it to friends and family who do not know what I do with my life. Um, and I'm not give I'm not gonna give smut to my family. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to look her in the eye afterward. Um, and even just yesterday when I was printing out some for a friend who only just found out that I write, I was like, this is so schmoopy. Uh, and it's so romantic, and I am disgusted, and she's going to be disgusted. This is too much. Did she love it? <laughs> okay. She's so, doing her nori thing. So. I love it. Oh, it's all, everything I write does, it feels like adventure, and it feels like all these great things, but, like, even without the smut, like, reading through it, I'm like, this is romance, and this is you know, gross <laughs> and cute and stuff. 
<laughs> I don't think I could handle it if it was anything more than the size it is. Yeah. Gross. Nobody reads my shit that knows me in real life other than you and Mel. But they could. I don't even know if Mel reads my shit anymore. But they could. They could. And they will never know it's me. I would just like to say, <laughs> you can publish your own stuff in a book and give it to friends. They'll be very impressed. They might never read it, but they'll be like, my friend wrote a book. <laughs> there you go. It's true, but I'm not that sure. They know, people, some people know I write fanfic. And we leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> some people know I write fanfic. And then I have some people who, I have two people who are like very sex positive people in their careers and stuff. Uh, and I have sent them my AO3 link. Um, and my sister also has it, I guess. Um, but yeah, not very many people. Yeah. It's scary. But yeah, it is. It's scary sending it out to people. No one has read my stuff. She asked if she wants to, if she wants me. She asked to be my editor. There we go. Because she finds all of the mistakes. Which is why I don't send things to her anymore because she just corrects everything. <laughs> I'm gentle with mine. <laughs> I try to be anyway. <laughs> Do you want to know? Do you, okay. <laughs> there's just this it's missing okay bye <laughs> so are there um if you're not i mean i feel like for me it seems like if you're not gonna rape smut but you're trying to show intimacy there's not like okay so like when i like my first what my first like smutty fic i had like like Hand jobs, blow jobs, sex, rimming, because to me that was like the intimacy scale, right? And so like I followed that along the the course of the fic, right? Um, and so I think there's ways you can you can do that. And I'm wondering if you're not writing the smut, if it depends on the story, or if there is sort of a formula you can follow. For me, everything depends on the story. Everything's going to change from story to story because the characters are different. The situations they're in are different. The background for the characters that I have in my mind are different. And so therefore the way that they're going to react to situations and their end goal and everything else, it's always going to be different. And so it does vary from fic to fic. It's like what Emmy was saying. If your goal in the end is hand-holding, then that's the goal in the end. Like with my Peter Pan fic that's going up this next week, so I don't know if this will publish before it does or not. Um, <laughs> it's the way that I got the prompt from Jenna because it was a fic that she's been thinking about and wanting since like, I think she said like 2014 or something. And she just was too scared to write it because she didn't want to mess it up. And I was just like, it's pure fluff, let me do it. And, <laughs> and so I did and it was so much fun. But like the, the way that she explained she wanted the relationship to be like was an innocent middle school crush kind of relationship that culminates in the most chaste, most innocent kiss at the end. And I was just like, I love this. That's perfect. That's so sweet. I love it already. Yeah. 
that, you know? And so I was just, so like that was the scale for that Peter Pan fic, you know, they're best friends. Harry is Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell, Louie is Peter Pan. They're the same size in this fic. Like there's no size difference, like craziness or anything, but um, they start out as best friends who just tease each other, pull each other's hair, flirt in that kind of middle school day. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with them coming together and finally realizing it's mutual and having that little kiss. And so like, I had to figure out what the scale was for that thick. And for that one, it was pulling each other's hair, stealing each other, you know, Harry stealing Louis's hat. You know, Harry thinking he's being sneaky and just watching Louis, but Louis can hear his wings fluttering. And he's like, I know you're there, you know, and just kind of building it up like that. Like that was the scale for that one. And then it ends with a little kiss. Um, but for another thick, like it's going to be entirely different where, you know, depending on if, are they friends? And they're coming to be lovers. Are Is it a fake relationship? Is it enemies or exes to lovers? You know, like, what is the story here? And what is the main goal at the end? Is it hand-holding? Is it them, you know, having messed around with each other the entire time and realizing they love each other at the end? Like, what what's the goal? And you have to figure out that scale of intimacy for those characters in that story. Each time you're kind of figuring out what you're wanting to do, I think. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of mine end with, most of my fix, I believe, end with them getting together, like, going out. So, Which is perfect. I love that. Because I don't care about people in relationships. <laughs> so, for me, it's like, you know, the scale is moved entirely to the other end. So, I think for then, you know, there's almost no physical like steps that are really taken there because it's just people who are friends the whole time. There's not going to be a lot of physically getting closer to each other. Um, besides maybe they share a bed or, you know, they get <laughs> caught in the rain and need to borrow clothes or something. I haven't actually done that one. I like that one. You Sounds nice. Um, <laughs> I mean, make them fall down the stairs. <laughs> That's an excellent option. They have always. never <laughs> fallen down the stairs as much as I would like them to. someday, and it's going to entirely culminate in somebody falling down the stairs. That's what people comfort. say, and then they never do. But, um... Isn't that your birthday? Like, when is your birthday? Next month, July 13th. Okay, I was like, I was thinking June, and I was like, it's almost over. What's happening? Oh, God, We've no. got time. I will at least <laughs> announce it, you know, to the general population when it happens. But... I think, I think that also, um, I think this is why I personally have such focus on comfort in my fix. Um, because if you have someone who is in pain and in need of comfort, then a whole lot of, like, the relationship building can be done by, like, yeah, okay, we're not in a relationship, but I am helping you through this. We're getting closer emotionally instead of physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because emotions are great to write I'm very good at crying so that way that can kind of replace the physical ABC into an emotionally getting closer to each other instead yeah I do um, I know a lot of people really like friends to lovers or like meet cutes like getting together but I love established relationships because I love the like they're already together and then there's there's they're not being intimate like emotionally and there's something that they want and they've got to like 
say what they want and ask for it and then it's like from a personal <laughs> standpoint i don't ever want to be in that situation see and what you're explaining is like my entire life and so that's why i don't write that and i don't read that it's because you sitting there talking about that i'm like <laughs> i mean i do read it <laughs> so i have to go home to it but it hurts <laughs> Yeah, whereas my relationship fix are the really cracky ones. I love that. Because <laughs> it takes me out again. I need, I need escapism. Too but yeah, my life. I get what you mean about like, you know, and I feel like a lot of that is also just, what are we desiring in our own life? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I feel like we're close to the end anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, do you guys have anything else that you want to add? No, just thinking that like established relationship, you can do the same thing because it's kind of like setting that scale of intimacy and what the goal is at the end and you can still figure that out even if it's an established relationship one. Yeah. Kind of fits similarly to like friends, friends to lovers because they already have that relationship. It's just that it's set in an emotional and physical relationship already no one listening to the podcast is going to see these hand motions i know i'm <laughs> i think about that every time i like nod emphatically like emphatically i'm yeah, like I really into something and then i'm like wait no they can't see that this is what i'm doing sometimes i was doing that because they couldn't see yes <laughs> no one's gonna see my cat that's true very sad we should so just send us a picture of the cat and we'll put it up with she did send them there it's the cutest cat oh really yeah. And then you send pictures to the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh god. So cute. The, that is a great face. <laughs> You're all missing out on the cat, everyone listening. Yeah. What were you gonna do with your hand motions? What were you trying to? I was just like, because she was using hand motions earlier, talking sure. about how there's like. The getting together point is kind of like ah yes like so on a ruler all the way to the left it's pre getting together her fix and the established relationship therefore would be on the right it's entirely past the getting together and so there's mm -hmm. still a scale of intimacy there that you're trying trying to traverse and journey through you're in your trying story. to get from a one to a three instead of a ten to a twelve yes ruler so it's determining just determining what your scale is and where it is and how you build that yay we, is that it are we done <laughs> probably done yeah we should say thank you yes thanks guys thank you. Um, you should uh you say your names first in case your laptop goes Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Seuss. I'm Lulu Lawrence on both AO3 and Tumblr. I'm Emma. I'm London Fog in a Cup on Tumblr and Lady Londonderry on AO3. Thanks for coming, guys. I'm glad you came to our podcast chat. Thanks for having me <laughs> excited about it because I was like throwing it off to Nick and I was just like, I don't know if anybody wants to hear this. <laughs> Is this even we both we both were like oh that's a great idea <laughs> yay i was like does emu does emu know <laughs> <laughs> i did learn that night when i was just like by the way i messaged nick and you're involved <laughs> i like being dragged places that's one of the five love languages
don't know which world. <laughs> and I like tracking you. Yeah. Like, there was a post the other day that was like, everybody needs that person who can be dragged around to all of your errands with you. And I was like, that's Emu. She'll do that with me. I just gotta be the driver. <laughs> as long as I'm the driver. Oh my gosh, that's me. I have to be the driver. I have to be front seat if I'm not the driver. All right. I guess this is it. We're saying goodbye. Love you guys. <laughs> it was good seeing you. Yeah, I guess yeah. you. <laughs> um, we should do our exit too. I am Nick um, Lewin has oh, yeah. it on Tumblr and Yes is the World on AO3. And I'm Lauren, Kings of Everything. And we'll thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll be back at some point with some other podcast that we had some other topic that we'll figure out when we get next there. time is uh no, no no we have our topic next time is uh is how to uh run a fix fest oh right yes yeah starting soon join in <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye. bye.